Round one was over. <laughs> Parents won. Kids sipped. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. That was all started by a mouse. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Gentlemen, start your engines. There's a touch of madness around here. Hi everybody, and welcome to the Disney Dads Podcast. We're recording Friday night, January 12th, 2018. Tonight, we're headed over to my favorite park, the Magic Kingdom. On tonight's show, I've compiled a list of my favorite top 10 rides. I will assign each ride with a number in no specific order to Jason and Justin. They're going to pick a random number and discuss why they love that ride and why they think their ride's going to be the best. At the end of the show, we're going to take Jason and Justin's top picks and let you guys decide, our Disney Dads family, on what you think is the best ride at Magic Kingdom. Guys, how was your week? Uh, fantastic. Cold. Beautiful. I've been gearing up to uh, stomp Justin in the ground. <laughs> I am the reigning champion, and uh, he should come to this game a little scared. I see it in his eyes. He is a little scared. That's the most adorable thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I'm good, Mike. I'm, I'm even better now because I just know what's about to happen over the next hour. And right. uh, it's, uh, you know, it's good for one of us, let's say. Let's put it like that. <laughs> no, it would be good for both of us, brother. <laughs> I'm doing good, Mike. Thanks for asking. Mm-mm. For a guy that won by the skin of his teeth, you are still bleeding. I'm from gonna me. say, <laughs> you are still. In fact, I beat you so bad, your mom pretty cocky, but put me in her will. Come on, man. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of therapy going on with that. But anyway, everyone, listen. Start this battle. So listen, I, I like I said before, on the I have a list of ten of my favorite rides of Magic Kingdom. You guys are gonna pick the numbers out, and you're gonna tell me why your ride's better than the others, and uh, we'll see what the uh, our Disney family has to say about it. I'm excited. So I'm I'm gonna give Jason only because he's the reigning champion his first pick at a number, and what ride he's gonna be assigned to. Five. Number five. Number five. So your number five. Is the Carousel of Progress. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow is just a dream away. Man has a dream, and that's the start. He follows his dream with my Justin, what number would you like? I'm gonna go number one. Number one, one of my extreme favorites, Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, wait, wait! I could make a good argument for Carousel of Progress. No, I, I could too. You know, of course, we're gonna have to watch Jason try to try to work his way out of this this ditch he's dug already. Because this, <laughs> you pretty much gave me LeBron and uh, and and gave and gave him a high school player from uh, you know. I don't know. Carousel of Progress is pretty good. It is pretty good. I love Carousel Park. So we'll see what Jason will do with this. Jason? Well, first of all, we already know that nostalgia is going to beat anything that you got on your list, period. Pirates is a favorite, a fan favorite, but it's not a it's not a in-the-heart emotion. Walt himself has his thumb on it attraction. 
You're not going to top that. That's where I'm going to call your bluff. Because Pirates in Walt Disney World is based from Pirates in Disneyland. Which is the ultimate Walt Disney attraction. For this reason. Johnny Depp. For this reason. He has his hand in everything that came from it. He when when Walt was too sick to ride pirates because it wouldn't have been done before he before he would pass, they rolled him through the attraction in a chair so he could see the attraction. So what did he think about Johnny Depp? Well, let's just put it like this. You take one of the biggest movie stars and franchises and you in- install that in for a newer generation. You have the older generation, you have the newer generation. It's a it's an attraction for everyone. Now I have to say that I like your attraction, too. I like going and sitting in a theater for 30 minutes and just spinning in circles at two miles per hour. Um, you know, but, but it, it's good. It's, um, you know, I, I'm not even going to go down the road of, of the, the, you know what, I can't even, I can't even, I can't even, <laughs> I can't, I, I just, I can't, I, I, I want to go down different roads with it, but I would just, it just would leave a bad taste in my mouth. I, I'm just going to say. That I know that you love the Carousel of Progress. I do love the Carousel of Progress. Because the Carousel of Progress is like grandpa, all right? And what you're correlating my ride with your ride is like you've got the the girlfriend from high school that you're dating, okay? And I have the eternal fatherly figure of grandpa. My ride is always going to be stronger, more in-depth. It's going to tell a better story, and it's going to mean something. Well, unlike, I'll unlike, let you date Grandpa, and I'll date the the hot girl from from high school. Okay, now the red dress. Yes, <laughs> we wants the redhead. We want the redhead. We wants the redhead. <laughs> now listen, it is it's a great attraction. I love the Carousel of Progress because, like you said, it's nostalgic. It is uh, it is Walt to a T. But how many people below the age of I don't know, 30, are wanting to go on that attraction every time they're there. Now, how many people are lining up to see pirates every single trip? Now, are you are you calling Carousel Progress a ride? Uh, attraction, excuse me. Because if you're talking about a ride, I mean... Are you moving? Oh, I don't know. I question if I'm moving a lot of times in that attraction. I I sit down in pirates. I smell that murky water i come up on the first uh the, the first drop and i know that i have that excitement and that rush I'll be plunged into a battle scene i'm gonna get i'm gonna be a part of this story or i can go in and i can slowly rotate around d- a decade to decade right and go back to a time where things were simpler where family was family Oh, family was family in Pirates. Are you kidding me? What's more family than... than I saw that. The, they had them all for sale. That's perfect, you know? I, Let's, <laughs> I saw that. What is more right. of a family attraction Okay, listen. I'm going to concede. Listen, I'm going to concede on this one, okay? Only because I do love Carousel of Progress with, with everything inside of me. It is actually one of my favorite attractions of all because I do have such an emotional pull to it. However, Pirates of the Caribbean, man, come on. I, I can't even listen. I can play this game all night long, but in the end, Pirates of the Caribbean is absolutely amazing, and it's um, it's it, 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 it's something. It's a little bit as my attraction is is more of um, uh, like specific, like people specific. Like either people love it or they're like eh, whatever. But Pirates is one of those like you're going to get probably ninety percent of the people that go to Walt Disney World that absolutely love it. Well, it's iconic, and and you know me, I'm a massive Walt fan. I love Walt. I love everything about Walt. So, the Carousel Progress is very special to me. I love I love that attraction. Um, you know, this is this is the game between us. Uh, I can never imagine the Carousel Progress to ever leave the Magic Kingdom. I think that is one attraction that will always have a have a home there in Tomorrowland. Agreed. Agreed. Whereas you could see pirates. Oh, I don't think it'll leave. It'll change. It'll change over time. The Carousel Progress won't because why? It's the only attraction you find in the Magic Kingdom that has Walt Disney's name on it. Walt Disney's Carousel Progress. So why I love the Carousel Progress, I do think the fact of Pirates being an iconic ride and it's it's known around the world. And when people go on a Disney trip and they go for you know one day, Pirates is a must do. 
And here's what kind of makes me, uh, I don't want to say angry, but disheartened that I'll talk to people who have gone to Disney and like, oh, I remember Pirates. It was cool. And I went to Haunted Mansion. It was awesome. What's this carousel of progress? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and to me, that's almost, that's so disheartening. Uh, I, I, I don't know, but listen, I'm going to, I'm going to give this one to you. Well, I, uh, I appreciate it. But like I said, love both attractions. So that is a, that's a very, very tough one. But let's move on to number two. Okay, Justin. I'm going to go the other end of the spectrum and go number 10. Okay, your number 10 is the Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor. <laughs> okay. The People Mover. Oh, man. <laughs> well, this is exciting, radio. <laughs> well, let me tell you something. I, I, uh, I'm going to have a hard time with this one. Uh, because I, okay. I haven't done Monsters, Inc. in a long time. Now, if I'm fighting for Monsters, Inc., here's why I'm doing it. It's a family attraction, a family show you can go into, and it's live entertainment. It's interaction with the crowd, with the people in, in attendance, and you're able to, you know, uh, uh, submit your joke as you stand in the queue. You're able to be a part of the show, you know, whenever they're they're signaling people out and pointing people out to, for for certain jokes. Uh, I, I you don't find that a lot in attractions in the Magic Kingdom. You kind of have to go uh, Main Street, kind of have to go some other places to find um, people who are portraying characters to to get that interaction. So that is one thing that I really, really love. And I think the humor in that show is great for not only kids, but also adults. Okay, noted. Paging Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. Please contact Mr. Johnson in the control tower to confirm your flight to the moon. The People Mover, to me, is kind of like a national park. And hear me out. People will drive hours to go to Mount Rushmore just to look at it. People will drive hours to go to the Grand Canyon just to look at it. People will sit on the people mover just to get that grand tour to take it all in. So it's not thrilling. It is um, it is far from uh, the most exciting ride or attraction or anything at Disney World. However, it does give you a really nice tour of Tomorrowland. It takes you in places that uh, you're, you're not going to get any foot traffic in. Uh, and it's a must-do for us every time. My kids love it. It's that nice little break. You get. You don't even have to walk up the stairs uh, or the, the track. It actually brings it up. You know, you're up there. You don't even have to move. It's great. It's a nice little break. And um, that's all i got to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the People Mover. It's it's uh, we actually do the People Mover almost every time we're there, and it's a nice break during the day. But the only problem is this: other than going through a few small portions of the attraction, it's not air conditioned. Monsters Inc. I can walk into, and I can sit down. I can ha- be in the air conditioning. I can have a laugh. I can you know have that twenty minutes with my family right there. And, uh, and have live entertainment by comedic actors. Here's another downfall to the, to the people mover, and I'm not helping my, my competition at all, is it goes over that smoking section. And do you know what I'm talking about? I do, yeah, on the back, um, on the back I, track. I, I quit smoking about eight years ago, nine years Listen, I was a, a diehard smoker. I smoked for many, many years. I quit. It was a huge accomplishment in my life. It was, it was something I'm even proud of today, of quitting. And um, I'm just one that I don't want to smell it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And for them to put that right underneath the people mover was something that uh, was was probably my biggest. I mean, it doesn't. It's not enough for me to stop. You know what I mean? Writing it. However, it would be my only limitation to why I don't like it. That's it. Um, we really don't go in times where it's a thousand and fifty degrees. So uh, as far as the air conditioning, you know, it's really not that much of an issue. Or either that or we like to ride it at night in the evening when the sun's already set. Where we're at, I mean, Tomorrowland at, at, in the evening is a super cool place to be. Uh, 
going to your Monsters, Inc., like I said in the last episode, I don't like to queue, or the two episodes ago, I don't like to queue. But it is a super fun, fun place to go. And I'm really looking forward. And Mike, since you brought it up, I wanted to mention this to you. You brought that up as your uh, one of your top threes this last time. Remember mm-hmm. on our top three? Yep. Anyways, uh, I put that back on the radar for May because, you know, the kids are at that age where, you know, we definitely need to get in there. So, you know, I appreciate you throwing that on my radar because I'm actually very excited to get them in there. And um, I, you know, I'm not even going to try to fight um, against the Monsters, Inc., against the People Mover, because I, I really think the cards are stacked against me on this. And I think you you guys... Um, you know I, I you, 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 you know th- what, though? I disagree with you. I, I think... And, and here's why I disagree with you. And, and this is a very strange turn of events, because now I'm fighting for yours and you're fighting for mine. <laughs> <laughs> so this is completely off, off the wall, right. and, and we've lost control of everything. But... I, I think the People Mover is a fantastic attraction because I think the People Mover will always be there as well. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think mm-hmm. just for the purpose it serves, literally a People Mover. It can take a lot of people, put them in an attraction you know, while they're waiting for Fast Passes, waiting for other things. And Monsters, Inc., how many more Monsters movies are they going to do? I mean, you go 10, 10 years, 15 years down the road, is that going to be relevant? No, it's not. Yeah, I don't think Monsters is as big of or as popular as a franchise as like Toy Story. It's not. Toy it's Story has been around for, for many years. And I think Toy Story is going to be around for many years more, longer than Monsters. Uh, listen, I, I absolutely love the Monsters uh, franchise. The Monsters, um, the movies, um, the, the characters. I mean, I, I'm absolutely in love with these guys. However, I don't know if it's going to stand the test of time, like you said. Or at least that attraction. You know, I, there's a lot of times where it's just a five minute, you know, it's it's like, you know, you were saying, Mike, where it's just walk on a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And Disney's all about moving the people right now. Everything that they're doing is about moving people. What is the capacity of this ride? How many people can we move to this ride? And that's that's definitely one that could probably be chopped. Well, and it's a little off topic, but there, you know, you, you have Stitch, which was supposed to close mm-hmm. permanently on the 6th. And now Disney has announced that it's uh, it, they may still reopen that as a seasonal attraction uh, because they're going to have to shut down the Tomorrowland Speedway for some renovation, you know, later in the year, and they, they need they need that extra place to put people. Once Stitch goes and you get a new attraction there, the next thing that's going is across the street, Monsters Inc. Absolutely. I just think with that theater space, now what are they going to do with that space? That's very questionable because it's not a big space. It's not, but but the potential is huge. Uh, for example, we don't know what's on up. Listen, once they build Tron and once they get that speedway done, they're going to have all kinds of um, time to mm-hmm. do what they want with these two. It doesn't it, it kind of excites me to, to even think of what they could put in there or what they're going to put in there because Disney is starting to go in that direction where they're knocking it out of the park on every single thing that they've been doing lately. So the apprehension of what could be put in there almost makes me want all these things to be shut down right now. Well, Mike, let me ask you, let me ask you a question. What would you think about a VR experience going in where either Monsters, Inc. or Stitches? The cutting-edge VR technology is perfect for Tomorrowland because Tomorrowland is all about the future. That's the new upcoming ride stuff. Uh, I think a, a VR ride for those particular areas would be fantastic. I, uh, I This is where, listen, I love... I love going down the road of virtual reality. I love how the Oculus is starting to take off. I'm, I'm a huge virtual reality guy. You know, I mean, I want uh, real VR. I mean, look, when I fly my drone, I've got, I've got head plays on. You know, I, I like, like any alter reality that I can get. However, you guys are disenfranchising the younger generation. Their eyes are not capable of this new virtual reality. In fact... Um, any any electronic 3D is you're, you're, and you know, no kid should be using it anyways. You know it's different with the polarized glasses. But when you start talking electronic, um, you know the kids' eyes aren't aren't there. So unless it's something that you can incorporate everybody. Hey, listen, maybe maybe what we're talking about is a ride where adults can slap down the VR and then the kids can just put on a pair of glasses. You know what I mean? Maybe. Or or some you know I don't know. I'm all for it. Because maybe maybe Tomorrowland, you know, Justin, maybe Tomorrowland, Tomorrowland, maybe Tomorrowland needs something just for adults to go in. You know what I mean? Where because it's a small space, you know, and and it might fit. Well, and I wouldn't even mind them doing like they are doing Disney Springs with the you know the Star Wars experience there, 
with a VR of doing an additional cost. Let's say it's $10 or something like that. And, and, and only for adults because, I, look, I'm hoping the Tron height requirement is not going to be that high. I'm hoping that it's going to be 44 or less because I think that that's the one thing that Tomorrowland needs is is something with a, with a lower lower height requirement. But it would be cool to see an experience go in just for adults, um, just for people who are teenagers and adults. You know, it, it, my my five year old or, or you know eight year old, you know they they don't have to do everything in the park. You know, and and I'm I'm a I'm a adamant proponent of them being able to do as much as they can. But I do think it's important for Disney to realize that they're not only marketing to kids, and that's one thing I will I will give Universal credit to is they don't just market to kids. Mm-hmm. Disney kind of falls over towards the kids side mostly, but they're starting more and more with a lot of these new attractions to involve a more adult feel. And I like that. I like that a lot. Well, we are an adult. Uh, listen, we, we, it's okay to be an adult and be a little bit selfish and have a good time at Disney. You know what I mean? It's, it's because the thing is, is maybe I don't want to go to Disney all the time with my kids. Maybe I want to just take my wife. And we do it all the time. Absolutely. And maybe I just want to uh, go on something that's um, it, it, it's OK if it's just for adults. However, the only thing I'm going to disagree with you on is, is I don't ever think that an extra price should ever be incorporated in any Walt Disney World Park. That's mm-hmm. one thing that sets it apart from a couple other things. Once you once you have your park tickets, you know that you are you can just let your kids go. I mean, within reason, you know, you're, you're old enough kids, you know, and, and, and once I'm in there, because look, it's not cheap to buy those tickets. Disney is not a cheap place to go. No. And, and I know that if, if I'm, if I'm, you know, sending my family down there, that once we get into the parks, everything is covered. I mean, minus food, obviously. Putting aside, um, Animal Kingdoms and Dino Land, which I'm not a fan of anyways, I don't think that Disney should ever go down that road of, charging extra for anything in the parks for experiences you know i know merchandise is money i'm not talking about that i'm talking about experiences right be exciting man tomorrowland needs to be tomorrow well that's that's you the know? whole that's the whole point and that's that's why you know when you talk about the people mover you know that that was supposed to be a, a legitimate mode of transportation for what epcot was originally planned to be it was to bring people in and out of the hub of the city where everyone would work and then it was a hub and spoke design, and it, everyone else would they would use that type of transportation to leave the downtown, the downtown area, and head out to the suburbs, you know, where, where everyone would live. So that that was a legitimate thing that Walt thought up when he thought of the you know what his vision of Epcot was going to be. So I love the People Mover. I like Monsters Inc. I love the People Mover. So I'm glad we switched. I'm glad you agreed to that, and I'm glad that I won with the People Mover. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, let me ask your honest opinion here, sure. since you are judging, okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Which one are you going to put up? Are you going to put up the people mover? If you, if one needs to go on the chopping block tomorrow, which one are you going to chop? The people mover or are you going to chop Monsters, Inc.? I'm chopping Monsters, Incorporated. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'm, uh, people mover, I feel like if we don't do it on a trip, we missed something. If mm-hmm. we didn't Agreed. go on Monsters, Incorporated, I felt like, eh, you know, we've done it before. Uh, I appreciate Monsters Incorporated because it can be a, the same ride but a different experience every time you go yep. in there. Because you can have a good comedian, you can have a good, you know, a good crowd that plays along, and that can make the show. So you can have a different experience every time you go. And the People Mover is the same ride over and over, but it's just I, it's one of those Disney rides that probably because I did it as a kid. Uh, my wife did it with her grandparents, obviously who are no longer here, with her grandparents, with her parents. We've done it with my parents, my, you know, my kids' grandparents. I just feel like it's been multi generational, and I would feel like if we didn't do it, we really missed out on something. So I would definitely cut the Monsters Incorporated and keep the People Mover. Calling, cool. now, calling Mr. Morrow, Mr. Tom Morrow. I love that, man. I love that. Now, since we're tied, this is going to be going in. It's one and one now. Yep. Just just because Justin kicked the ball in his own goal, so <laughs> it's still my point. So we're going into this tie. So um, uh, I guess I get to pick, don't I? Sure. Just oh, I'd love it. for you to. Yeah, you go <laughs> ahead there. Let's go number eight. Number eight. The Haunted Mansion. Ooh, good one. (laughs) 
hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Justin, you're up. Man, this is tough. I think I'm going to go with number four. Number four, Splash Mountain. Now we got to fight. Now we got to we gotta duel. We don't got to fight because I've never done Splash Mountain. So now by proxy, you can't fight. use that one. How do you do? Pleased to meet you. Fine, how are you? Nice seeing you. How you come on? How to do? Pretty good show is your boy. Pretty good show is your boy. Now we gotta fight. That's it. Two of the best, best attractions in the Disney parks. Yeah, this is a heavyweight battle, right? This here. is this is the main event. This is this is the this is it. Go ahead. No, you lead the way, please. Since I've only seen it from YouTube. Splash Mountain, my favorite Disney attraction. Favorite Disney attraction. Of course it is. If I don't get to ride it, it's a lost trip. I I will make it a point to go out of my way to make it there to ride Splash Mountain. It's the best themed, exciting ride in the Magic Kingdom. You're getting thrills, but you're also getting a story that all everyone in your family can can, can appreciate and enjoy. It's tough talk there, uh, Jason. What do you what, what are you gonna defend with the Haunted Mansion? What you say is tough talk. I say is um, some little boy up on the porch who is uh, got his mommy behind him, but he's talking smack. Okay, that's what I see. And here's here's why. Haunted Mansion. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Everything that you just said about Splash Mountain, multiply that by two, and then come play in my yard. Haunted Mansion is over the top. Not only do you have nostalgia you have a storyline that's incredible you have iconic characters from start to finish now i bet you most disney people can go to haunted go to go to can name characters in the haunted mansion most disney people will not be able to name characters in splash mountain i guarantee you could oh there i'd say almost a hundred percent could why because you can meet most two of those characters brer bear and brer fox in the parks now I love, I mean, it's, it's an understatement. I love the Haunted Mansion. I love the history of it. I love everything about it. But not as much as Splash Mountain. I, it, it, it's the excitement. It, you know what it is? When, when Riley and I ride Haunted Mansion, she likes it. She does. She likes it. She pays attention. She watches things. Dude, we have a picture in there of her when she was three riding Splash Mountain with her hands in the air. And you just, just the look on her face of pure joy and pure excitement because as a kid, she's never experienced that thrill of a drop like that and of seeing those characters, you know, come to life and you're going through the story and, oh, is, is, is Br'er Rabbit going to get out of, out, out of the danger he's in? Is he going to make it to a child? That is, that is what they watch on cartoons every day is that same storyline. Is their favorite character going to make it? And then you have this thrill... And then all of a sudden you find out everything is going to be great. zippity doo It's a wonderful day. Splash Mountain is hands down the best ride of Magic Kingdom. I'm back in my and I'm sure going to stay. I told you, Grand Rabbit, there ain't no place fine if you run from trouble. Home sweet home is the lesson today. Don't you worry, Mr. Bluebird. I learned my lesson. The Briar Patch is where you were born, and the Briar Patch is where you're gonna stay. One of these days, I gotta thank Brad Fox and Brad Bear for flinging me back home to my Briar Patch. SMH, man. I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss of words to the, um, to what's coming out of your mouth right now. However, your daughter is an animal. She is the most. She is. 
she's a beast when it comes to rides, and I love it. Um, as a result of her, I've, I've talked my kids into going on to more rides. My uh, my oldest is very cautious about everything. He's analytical. He will analyze everything before he does it. And um, and if it and if the math doesn't add up, he's not going to do it. Period. That's just him. You mean to tell me this is going to drop? at this velocity, and my stomach's going to get taken out, and I don't enjoy that, so why am I going to do it? Instead of, hey, let's just go have fun. You know what I mean? Um, I love him to death, and he's getting better about it. But, storyline to me, Haunted Mansion, period. And and, I, and I'm just I'm not even going to go back and forth with you on it, because I, I know it's going to end up being a fist fight here, and uh, we're going to be Skype punching our monitors That's and, right. and getting into it. Um now let me say this. Now I, I I understand where you're coming from because, like I said, I love the haunted mansion. I love mm-hmm. the story behind it. I love that Walt had his hand in it. I love uh, you know I, I love all that stuff because you know we did a show about the haunted mansion. Now Jason, I understand where you're coming from. I really do because look, man, I love you like a brother, and it's hard to watch you hurt. <laughs> and you know, splash for you is like the girl at the dance. That every time you go and you're excited, you get you ready, you put your purple tux on and you're ready and you're going to the dance and your mom's taking you and mom, I'm gonna dance with this girl and I, I really like her. And every time you show up at the dance, the dance is closed, <laughs> or she's not there, <laughs> or, or she's she's under refurbishment. <laughs> every you have you have done time. what nine nine or ten trips with with this yeah, attraction like, under refurb, under refurb or closed or or. Uh, Man, and it's like, and it kills me, guys, because I hear so much, like, you need to ride this ride. I'm like, I'm trying to. I'm telling you. I can vouch for that because our last trip was with, with you guys, Jason, and, and it, it was closed when we were there. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was closed it again. Should be, so. It should be open for you when, when you're down the next time. I hope so. I do. I hope so. And, and I've even gotten to the point where, like, uh, Sarah Coyle, she's one of our admin, she's like, I want you to live stream this, or I want you to text me as soon as you get done riding it, because you're going to love it, and, 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 I, and I'm pretty sure I will, and I hope I do, and I'm excited to ride it. I think once you, once you do it, you will, uh, like with all the other things we've gone through, realize that I win this one, too. <laughs> <laughs> you must be an only child. Oh, I am. You can't tell. <laughs> I, can, I can tell. I've never lost. No, even in your world, no matter what, you never lost. No, I haven't. And here's why, because I learned at a young age. My mom, for my 10th birthday, bought me a ping pong table. What kind of mother buys an only child a ping pong table? The only thing you can do is not lose. What are you doing? Right. Listen, Haunted Mansion, top of the world. I'm uh, I'm excited to ride the other one. Mike, I'm going to be honest with you. You got your hands full on this one, because this is probably one of the worst battles you've ever encountered. (laughs) So it's all yours, pal. I wouldn't say worst battles. You guys put up a lot of good arguments and, you know, pros and cons for what you liked and didn't like. I can agree with most of what you said. Some of it I don't, but, you know, that's uh, to each his own. So I'm going to let our Disney family decide what the best Disney ride is uh, compared to what we've been hearing and your arguments. So I'm going to move on to the final round. We're going to have... We're going to have... Splash Mountain, which happens to be one of my favorites. I don't want anybody to take any kind of uh, you know preferential treatment and giving Justin uh, votes on that. But for the final round, we're going to do Splash Mountain, and we're going to do Jason, because you put up a good argument for Haunted Mansion. And I think those are two top heavyweight contenders that we need to have our Disney family decide on what they think would be their must-do and their best ride at Magic Kingdom. So we're going to go with Splash Mountain and the Haunted Mansion. So as you guys know, we did this as random picks, but there was a, a list of 10 that I had, and I'm going to give you some of the other ones that I thought make the top 10 list at Magic Kingdom. Uh, one of my other favorite ones that I had at number three was the Jungle Cruise, and that's another you know iconic Disney ride that I feel like uh, it's, it's a must-go on. It's hokey, it's fun, but I, I definitely have a good time when I go on it. The kids enjoy going on it, and I did this list with my kids, and that came up between both daughters when I asked them separately what ride they would add on their uh, that top 10 list. Uh, how do you guys like the Jungle Cruise? Oh, I love it. I, I uh, You know, we don't do it every trip. We probably should. Um, but it's great. If, here's the thing with the Jungle Cruise. Unlike most attractions, if at the Jungle Cruise, if you get a good skipper, man, it is a great, great, I mean, it's top three, like, Disney attractions in, in the Magic Kingdom. If you get a skipper that's not that into it, it can be a long 15 minutes. 
Mm-hmm. Like, cause they just I, don't want to be there. Now I don't, I don't, I, I, there hasn't been that often. I get a skipper. That's not really into it. Most of the time they are, but man, you get that really good skipper. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a good, good attraction. Do you think it would kill the ride completely if they did what they did with uh, the movie ride and just did the consistent audio and yes. not had a skipper reading it? Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it would lose all appeal for me. Or or even going as far as um, living on the land. Yeah. Just getting rid of, just putting it on a track, and, and which right. I know they're on. They, they, let me guess, that's on a track too. Is that what you're going to tell me next? It's definitely on a track. Oh, you guys. You guys are killing me here. What did you think? Um, did you wait? Did you think that they were actually? Uh... No. Oh, okay. No. I knew that one was on track. No, I knew that. But I honestly thought the steamboat was the wheel f- like free this. flowing. <laughs> yep. Um, that thing's spinning for three days straight. <laughs> right. The um, and that gun's real too. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, we. Uh, I did it. I don't know. I think I did it once or twice when we first started going to Disney, and uh, I was like, the first time I was kind of like, this is. Um, a lot of times I got a very dry look, you know, I'm, I'm kind of very serious and I'm just like, it's hard for me to crack a smile a lot of times. Like this is almost, um, you know, it's just not for me. It's, I, I just don't like this. It's not for me. And the second time I was like, okay, we did it cause the kids, you know, and the animals and the boat. And well, the third one we did, we got that skipper and, um, he did that one part, you know, the, where the ambushes. Yep. And he's and he goes and I don't understand the in training they kept telling me there's an ambush over here and I just I don't see it and and it was on the other side of the boat was where all the get right and I lost it because he was so serious he's like I don't understand where this ambush is supposed to be they said it's right here and it was just so uh, silly and I lost it you know what I mean and that was that moment where I was like I was hooked on the Jungle Cruise from there on out oh some of the some some of the great if you get a great skipper just that. That dry sense of humor where look, 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 <laughs> right. let me let me tell you about some of my favorite plants. Let me show you some of my favorite plants. There's one. <laughs> there's one. There's one. I love that. It's, it, there's just there's yeah. so much great humor in that, and I I do like that they allow the skippers some freedom to kind of uh, you know ad-lib change a little it a little bit, bit sure. ad lib it a little mm-hmm. bit, and uh, I think yep. that's I think that's great for all the guests that are doing that because you do get a little bit of variation depending on who you get as your skipper. And I think that they're um, a skipper to have a little comedic value to his spirit adds to it, you know. And if and if you allow that, and I love that they're allowed allowed to ad lib a little bit, where um, you know I almost wonder if that has to be approved. I, I don't know. I you know I don't I don't know how much freedom they have in that. I would like to know that, but um, you know it's it's definitely I can't say that that would be an easy job at Disney. No, but I think it'd be one of the most fun. Oh, absolutely! Or rewarding, absolutely, a great time. You bet. Cool. So yeah, moving along after the Jungle Cruise, my number six that we had on our list was Thunder Mountain. Uh, Thunder Mountain, like Jason, a lot of times when I go there, it's always down. I wouldn't say it's down for rehab, uh, refurb, but it just seems like it's down for the day. Like it's one of those rides where it's not down for a rehab, it's not down for a refurb, but I want to get in there and it's closed temporarily or this or that. So. We do enjoy it. We go on it quite a bit. When I do go on it, I have a good time. As a matter of fact, the last time I rode it, I rode it with you, Jason. Yeah, it was... So, man, I would tell you what. That was the first time I rode it, Mike. And my kids were... This is their first trip this last time where they were actually getting into the roller coasters. They love the... Um, uh, they love the, the the Seven Dwarves. Uh, we got onto um, uh, the Storm. What was the... Where did we meet at? What is the name of the Goofies? Oh, the Barnstormer. The Goofies Barnstormer. Barnstormer, yes. Right. Barnstormer. Um and then, then we went on um, uh, Big Thunder, and it actually worked out perfect because uh, Mike's girls were with them, and I was able to talk my oldest son into a little bit more courage because the girls were there. I was like, well, listen, Sammy's going to ride with you, buddy. Okay. And then Bennett grabbed Sammy's hand right away, and um, you know, so he was like holding her hand the whole time, and it was great, and I loved it. It gave a chance because you know, it was like they automatically just like – like um. Like Sammy, you know, kept Parker right next to him. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, I was kind of at ease just a little bit where I could talk to Mike a little bit. And me and Mike squeezed in there and we rode it. It's really a fun roller coaster, man. I really enjoyed that a lot. And the queue was great. I mean, the theming in the queue area is fantastic. I mean, 
You yeah. moved kind of quickly, and it was hot. It was kind of miserable when we were there, uh, temperature-wise. But it's a, it's a well design, it's a well decorated queue. Uh, Justin, yeah. you always make it a point to ride it, or no? We do. We fast pass it. Um, and the reason is this: Riley, like like Jason said, she's a monster, man. She is a daredevil at heart. I mean, <laughs> she is like, dude. At three years old, she was on Tower of Terror. Which, you know, if anyone uh, has seen my daughter, like, through Facebook or through things like that, she's little. I mean, we... She'll fit in your pocket, Oh, man. man. I mean, we had to wait forever for her to be tall enough to ride some of this stuff. But on Tower Terror, at three or four years old, she wouldn't let us hold her leg. Cause, and then she would hold her hands up and she'd go, if you hold my leg, I can't fly. Because she would want right. to come out of the seat and just have the, uh, the seatbelt holding her. And it's the same way with Big Thunder. You know, she go over, you go over those ridges and she loves it. She's flying up in the air and... I, I kind of like to let her have that freedom. Katie's the exact opposite. Katie's like, oh my God, grab her. She's going to fall. You know, and I'm like, calm down. She's fine. You know, and Riley's just, right. she's she's five going on 15. She's she, she is the only five-year-old that I know that on her sixth birthday is going to get thrown out of an airplane. It's unreal. Oh, she would do it in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, I know she would. Like, she wants to get on the roof with me at Christmas. Like, she has no fear. Yeah, there's no, no fear in that child. Yeah, she's, right. uh, she's insane, man. When we first started talking, you were telling me, this was a couple years ago. She mm-hmm. must have been three yep. or two going on three yeah. when we first started talking. And and I'm like, man, your daughter is, is not human. She <laughs> is she is just an adrenaline junkie. She's already wanting that freedom. Yep. So cool. that's good, man. Independence, she's going to be uh, – she's going to be – the top of the world, brother. Um, so, anyways, Mike gets a great, great ride. Yeah. So, uh, my number, my number seven ride that I have on my list. Now, when I did this list, I did it with both the girls, and I said, "I need your top ten list." And this came up on their list both, and I kind of felt like I had to put it on there. And it's not my favorite ride, but it made the list, and it's definitely one of the best rides in Magic Kingdom. And I put on Space Mountain. And they love going on that ride. I'm fast passing it. There's not a trip that goes by that I don't do it. But I don't know if I'm getting old, if it's my age. Man, I come off that ride and my back hurts. My neck feels like I feel like I just went five rounds with a prize fighter. And uh, if if I could skip that ride myself, I would. But for the uh, you know just to be the uh, the manly dad that I have to be to my daughters, I go on that ride. But I had number seven for Space Mountain. What, what do you guys feel about Space Mountain? Do you feel it's one of those rides that kicks the uh, that kicks your butt all the time? So I'm we we love Space Mountain. Now Riley's not quite old enough to ride Space Mountain in Disney World, but she rode it in Disneyland and she loved it. We actually rode it four times. Because the good thing about there is you know when we were there they had fa- paper fast passes. And if you're willing to work and you're willing to walk, then you can you can get some stuff done. Um, the one in the one in Disney World, the one in the Magic Kingdom, uh, I'm I'm I am the happiest man ever that it's completely dark in there because I look like a trembling child every time I ride <laughs> it. I I you, I look like a turtle. Like I my head is so far into my shoulders. Because in my head, if I can't see what's going to happen, I'm just terrified we're going to run into something, you know. And I know I've seen it with the lights on. I know how much headroom you have and stuff like that. But that that terrifies me more than any other attraction in any Disney park by far. But we always ride it. We like it. We always ride it. And uh, I'm really looking forward to when Rye does hit the 44 inch mark, and I can take her on it and watch watch Katie just freak out. I love it. I uh, I, I love that. I can't wait for the I can't wait for that picture. Oh yeah, I can't wait for yeah. that picture. And so, um, it, it, that is one of the rides that I mean. I look, I love Space Mountain. It's one of those rides where uh, you know, there's a you know, probably at least half the times we go to Disney, you ever have those dead park nights where you can just walk on any ride. Mm-hmm. Man, it it takes forever to walk through that queue. I can't even imagine standing in line and and letting that thing. I mean, because that queue is it's got to be four miles long <laughs> inside Feels there, like it. especially uh, at the end it of the sure day. It sure does. So, and it's all uphill. Um, that's one of the rides where it's, um, man, if you just had a car accident, stay off it. Because it, it's a jarring ride. It'll jar you. Uh, fun, but I'm right there with you, Justin. I have a phobia when I'm on that ride. It's not enough to stop me from riding it. What if a beam falls? Mm-hmm. What if, what if you know, or... <laughs> That's what I think about, put, too. Oh, now I'm not going on it anymore. 
<laughs> I mean, look, I'm six three and a half, six four. So if I put my hands up, am I gonna? Am my hand? Do I got enough clearance where something's gonna smack it? I can just picture like this, this, this I beam, this solid iron I beam, just grabbing my, just smashing my hand in half. I don't know the clearance. I don't know. I'm afraid something's gonna fall. Uh, I'm just all of a sudden I'm gonna be just in in this thing, and then it's like that's it, lights out. Well, see, you're because, you're you six know, four. I'm five eight. Well, six three and and a half, I'm five yeah. eight. And I become 5'2 every time I ride that ride. <laughs> How many people are home now changing their fast passes? <laughs> Space Mountain. No. This will go through your mind when you sit down to ride this it, attraction. It does go through your mind. It was only natural. You know and what, maybe though, that, that maybe, makes it fun. I was going to say, maybe that adds to the appeal. Yeah. You know? But I'll unknown. tell you what. I laugh like a five-year-old schoolgirl. I love. I feel giddy when I'm on a ride like that. Well, let me tell you. I really do. Let me tell you too. And and the Disneyland Space Mountain is a hundred times better than the Magic Kingdom Splash. So why Mountain. is it that? Why why is One, it? What's the difference? The, the 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 ride system's different. So you sit mm-hmm. side by side in it instead of one behind right. another. You have a little more room. Two, it has a Star Wars overlay. Oh, nice. So as you're riding, you're actually in you know in in, in a Star Wars story. And it has the music, has all the sound effects and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's, it, it, the, the refurb on that is new. Now, I think that's something we'll get eventually in Space Mountain and Magic Kingdom. But the, ride, the, the track system, the ride system's all, just, it's just different. Um, but it is, okay. it's fantastic. It's really, really good. Is it, is it as herky-jerky as it's the not, one in? No, it's okay. not. They fixed it whenever they did the refurb. And uh, I, I would put Space Mountain and Disneyland as one of my top three attractions in any Disney park by far. Interesting. Okay. What are we all three going to um get that right on Space Mountain? <laughs> oh gosh. That'd be a that'd be a great picture. I'll have it? to be in the front because with with you know I, I I get so tiny in the seat you won't be able to see me in the picture. I'll be be back there. We could do that picture like the monkeys, the hear no evil, see yeah, no yeah, evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. I would like that. That'd be super neat. I would like that a lot. Absolutely. Cool deal. So the last one that we didn't touch on yet was uh, number nine on the list. Uh, and I picked the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. What do you guys Oof. think about the Mine Train? It's, uh, don't blink or it's over. It's a very, very quick ride. I was That was the only disappointing thing about it. Listen, I think they did a great job putting that together. It, 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 makes, it makes Disney commercials really pop. You know, it's... Um, but guys, would you really wait an hour and a half for that ride? I wouldn't wait thirty minutes. I, I won't. I, I won't ride it unless we have a fast pass. That's it. I won't. I will not wait in it. I don't care how cool the queue is. That ride is not fulfilling when it comes to the actual time on it. Well, what it does is it fulfills the need for an attraction that only has a thirty-eight inch height requirement. So, and it's in Fantasyland, which is smart. You know, they didn't make a mistake like they did with Dino Land, where you put a, you know, you put an attraction that needs forty-eight inches where kids are wanting to go go play games. Uh, right. So, so you know, I do, I do appreciate the fact they did that. They kept it at a thirty-eight inch. But man, you're mm-hmm. right. That is a short attraction. If you, if you blink, you are, uh, you're, you're over. But also, are we the demographic they're, they're pointing that attraction to? No, it would be, it would be at my, my, my boys. Um, but the first time they rode that, the, um, the picture that I got is, is such a classic. I want to get a blanket made out of it. They are. My son is. T- terrified <laughs> and like the good dad i am i am laughing so hard at him in the picture so it's like well, I'm, I'm i'm cps is going to see this picture and go man it's child abuse <laughs> uh but but once once they got over that fear it's the absolute perfect ride for them they had such a great time my my youngest son was squealing like uh he, he was just um, exhilarated inside. He was just elated with, with joy when we rode it that last time. I thought he was crying and he was laughing so hard. Um, the demographic is not for you and I. However, it is the perfect family roller coaster ride. I agree. 
I also think it's a good ride to get your kids in if they're taking their first roller coaster ride because you can. It's it's not that much of a daredevil ride. It's mm-hmm. over quickly, so if you can get them the courage to get up on it, and that kind of opens a door for future roller coasters. Very much like the Goofy Barnstormer ride. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think it's one of those rides. It goes quick. It's a fun ride. If you have to do it as a family, uh, the animatronics at the end with the seven dwarfs is great. So I, that's why that kind of made my top ten list. I like it. Uh, you know, I, you know, definitely because, you know, for for that attraction, that is one of the harder fast passes to get in the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. because of the, all those reasons. It is a family attraction, and but it also is a thrill ride, which you don't find well, you don't find that many thrill rides that have that height requirement have have under. But it's also on every single commercial that a new Disney person is coming to. It is, yep. So when they open up the brochure, there are seven dwarves right there. So that is absolutely a must fast pass that I have to see this ride. Right. So, yep, agreed. Very cool. Um, it was a great, that, you know what? And I think to me that was the start of Disney's turn on let's go ahead and let's amp up this, um, let's amp up what we can do in the Disney parks. I agree. Yeah, I, I, they, they finally, with, with New Fantasyland, it took them longer than it should have. But once it was done and you saw what they did, then you realize mm-hmm. what's coming. I I really enjoy that that the Fantasyland. I think you know the castle in the background. I I just love it. Yep, I just love it. But not to get off topic there. So guys, I had a great time talking about uh, my list of the top ten things that I think you should be doing at Magic Kingdom when it comes to attractions and rides. Uh, Justin, we want to hear from our Disney family on what Magic Kingdom rides they like some of their pictures. Tell them how they get in touch with us. Yeah, there's a few different ways. Easiest way is to check us out on Facebook, Disney Dads Podcast on Facebook. Also have a Twitter and Instagram. You can find those links at our website at www.disneydadspodcast.com. Give us a call or shoot us a text message at 317-WW-DADS. We'd love to hear from you. Love to hear uh, hear a little bit about what you think, what uh, your favorite Disney attractions are there in the Magic Kingdom. But, uh, but definitely, you can find all that information at our website, www.disneydadspodcast.com. And if you head over, we have our own SoundCloud channel uh, to where you can listen to music and sound, uh, sound effects from the parks. And there's a couple hours on there. You can just pop it open, leave your browser open, and it'll get you through one of those work days where you're really missing being in, uh, in a magical place. Now, with, with our social media, you know, the one thing we'll definitely do uh, as, soon as, as soon as this episode um, drops is we will post our pictures from us and our kids on some of these attractions, you know, some of our favorite attractions. And we want to see your pictures from you all riding these attractions with your children too. But one of our favorite things to do every week is to pick our pick of the week. Picks of the week. Picks of the week. It's time for us to get our picks of the week. I already called first. Uh uh-uh. uh. Nope, 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 nope. Oh, no, no, I know. I'm just doing the, the theme song in my head. I saw Jason. I saw Jason. <laughs> Sorry. All right, guys. All right, guys. We had some fantastic picks of the week this week. Uh, it was some tough competition. So, Justin, you called it earlier in the week. Not that we don't know what it's going to be, but what's your pick of the week? Look, I don't, I, I don't even have to take a split second to even think about it. Johnny and Allie Renfro, we, look, you guys are family to us. Uh, you've you've been uh, our, our part of our Disney family for a long time. Um, we're so so happy for you all. We're so excited for you guys on the birth of your beautiful beautiful new baby girl. She is she is precious. She is adorable. She is beautiful. She is perfect. And we we just we loved all the pictures and we love that we have another another great uh, great member of our Disney family. So guys, congratulations and uh, keep the pictures coming because. We love it. She's she's awesome, man. We're so happy for you guys. I, I cannot wait to meet her in May, Johnny. I am super excited for you guys, um, Johnny. You're a good man. You're a good dad. I see. I see your interaction. You 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 know with Piper. Um, you know, Allie is an incredible woman. I mean, you got you got a great family, and I'm super happy for you. So um, th- that's that. Very good, uh, Jason. Your pick of the week. My pick of the week. Um, I think, I think I really, really fell in love with Rachel Spears picture with her son looking out on the cruise ship and Mike is, (laughs) 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 
Mike, I just, I'm sorry, man. Poor Mike, all I, he the just, time. I, you know what? I just know Mike just throws his <laughs> why, hands why up in the air. Why did I pick you? I, I should have picked myself next. <laughs> um, so my, uh, I love, I love that picture. It's such a cool picture. Um, so thank you for sharing that. But it was hard. There was a lot of good pictures this time, guys. Again. That's so great. That makes me so happy. My pick of the week is going to be from a very good friend of the Disney Dad family, Tim Hamlin, who happens to be down in Disney while we're recording. And Tim put a fantastic picture of the sun reflecting off the test track building at sunrise at sunset. And um, you know, sometimes those little things you don't realize as you're walking around the parks. You're so involved with getting someplace or doing something or making a reservation. But sometimes it's those, those awe-inspiring pictures that just take you back. And that sunset off the test track building was very, very cool. It's a cool building and to see the sunset off it. Thanks, Uncle Tim. We really appreciate that. Uncle Tim is an incredible guy. He sent me a message today. So I'm sitting in my truck. It's uh, It was just, it was like three above zero. And he sends me a piece down at Disney right now. He sends me a picture by the pool. Hey, just thinking of you. <laughs> so I returned the picture back. Well, that's nice because it's three three degrees outside and I'm right here. And he goes, well, sorry, I'm just rubbing it in. And he sent another one. So it was great. Tim's a, Uncle Tim's an incredible guy. He's a, he's a good friend of the show. And I encourage anybody that ever wants just a friend to talk to, Uncle Tim is the guy that will just open his arms up and take you in because he's that incredible guy. We, uh, we have dinner reservations with him yeah. down in May. Yeah, yeah, we're going we're gonna to meet up with him in two weeks and, uh, and, and see. Yep. And, yeah, if you're in the parks too, um, get a hold of Uncle Tim because he. I tell you what, you you want to meet someone who instantly just will give you a big bear hug and just yep. he'll he'll love you the second he meets you. He's just a great, great human he's being. He's a genuine guy. He's just a great he human sure being. Is. Just good people. Yep, he's great people. He sure is. So that pretty much wraps up this week, uh, guys. Any final thoughts? Any final comments, uh, Jason? Um, yeah, it's been a it's been a a, a good week. It was a good week here for me. Um. Uh, cold, um, tired. I had some ups and downs with a couple other things, um, guys. But I'm uh, I'm staying focused on the prize. We've got some incredible uh, trips lined up, and um, you know I think that's what uh, most Disney family people do is they just keep their eyes on the prize. And um, uh, thank you guys for uh, um, meeting with me tonight because I had a great time with you. Now before I before I end this. Um, I want to give props to somebody who uh, who does a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that helps me out and Justin out tremendously, and that's Mike. Mike and, and Mike had no idea I was going to throw this out to him. Um, Mike takes a lot of time to put together show notes. He does some research for it. In fact, he does a lot of research for us. He throws outlines together. So uh, a lot of the times that like we'll just come into the show and we'll open up our news feeds and, and our emails and we'll have the outline of the show done, um, a lot of that work that happens behind the scenes that, you know, people don't get credit for and mike i just got i got i gotta tell you from the bottom of my heart man that helps us out so much and i appreciate your hard work when you do that and and that's just a testament to to what kind of a um a worker you are where i mean it's just detailed and it's it's incredible and and thank you for that and and we don't we, we don't say it enough and i think people out there need to realize that there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that goes on and um people that have their fingers on stuff so mike Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Yeah, let me yeah let me let me add to that because, dude, seriously, you it helps us out a ton, especially when you send me those emails, you know, with the list for our pickums beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that. I know that, it. Check, that check's gonna clear. Right? That, check, that check's in the mail. Don't worry, I got you covered. Yeah, <laughs> you guys and your PayPal transactions, right. man. But uh, but no, man. I tell you, we're. Uh, we're getting excited here uh, because we are 12 days away from from heading to Disney. A couple nights in the parks, uh, uh, a short cruise, which will actually be our shortest cruise we've ever done. It's only three nights, but we just needed to get to Castaway. We we haven't been to Castaway in in, uh, in a while, and uh, it's and then and then a couple more days in the parks afterwards. And so uh, we're excited. It's it's an adult trip. Don't tell uh, don't tell uh, anyone else. But um, we're excited to uh, to get down there and, and have a little fun. Cool. Have cool a good deal. time, brother. Lots of pictures. Definitely. Yeah. So listen, I just wanted to end on something this week. And um, listen, we have a very positive show, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer or anything along those lines. But I just wanted to say that 
this has been a, like an absolute awful week for me. Whatever could go wrong, whatever could go wrong went wrong. It was like one of those Murphy Law things. Between crazy hours at work, having to work snow overtime, it's been miserable. Then to top it off, on Tuesday, uh, my oldest daughter Sarah, who you guys have heard about in the show before, she had a massive allergic reaction. We were in the hospital from Tuesday night all the way up until this afternoon, and um, she had a pretty bad. And uh, it, it was tough for us because, you know, uh, I didn't tell a lot of people about it. Obviously, I didn't put it on social media or anything like that. Otherwise, you guys would have seen about it. But you guys are very uh, personal with us, with your pictures and with your with your messages and your text messages. And I just wanted to open up to you guys and say that this show uh, was something that I had to look forward to. This was my escape from reality. This would be able to put my my troubles at home on the shelf for the next couple of hours and got me to escape to this little this thing that I got to do with you guys with Jason and Justin and with you the Disney family uh, I'm happy to say she's doing much better now she's home she had an allergic reaction to some medication uh, she's doing much better so we're very happy about that you know keeping an eye on her you know as most parents do with you know two eyes open while she's sleeping but uh, but I just honestly in all honesty I want to say that this was something that I needed to get out tonight this is something that I needed to be done I can't think of a better way to kind of escape the 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 nonsense that I had to go through the last couple of days with two guys who, you know, who I love very much. You guys are like brothers to me. You guys are fantastic, and uh, and you guys are Disney family. I'm glad I was able to have this escape with you guys as well. So on that note, a good night for me, and I hope you guys have a good night as well. Good night, brother. Good night, brother. It's good to see you. From Mike, Justin, and myself, we want to say thank you, and remember, always keep it Disney. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic within. Ready to begin. Let's wrap, guys. Good job. That was a good one. That was a fun show, yeah, it man. Was. That was a fun, fun show. Wow. All right, let's go ahead and stop this so we don't lose it.